0: Welcome to Ball vs. Life, a podcast where your hosts, JC and Jack, discuss NorCal versus SoCal perspectives. The Bay versus LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's roll. Ball vs. Life is
1: back, 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 back. <laughs> <laughs> we were back, back in, a couple months ago. Yeah. Back in <laughs> session, question mark. <laughs> yeah, but i mean this time we're back we are back <laughs> the we season back. is upon us <laughs> the season is upon us i know mm-hmm. it's been a while since we last uh recorded but bro life is life is in full swing man life is in full swing but um as the nba starts we gotta we gotta start again somehow it's a good uh it's a good uh it's a good point it's a good yeah, inflection the, point
0: the off season's over the summer is over it's, it's full on fall now bro mm-hmm is it cold up where you're at
1: <laughs> it's pumpkin spice latte season yeah? up, up here. <laughs> that's when man. you know man <laughs> it's pumpkin spice latte, psl uh mm. season up here it's it's actually not too cold up here mm. you know what i mean it, it, it always is a little you know intermediate in terms of temps up here in the bay mm. man um so at least for our standards not not too crazy um mm but how goes uh fall in the s- southern california i saw there was rain the other day in the playoff yeah, game yeah man
0: it was rain which is good because it's there's a drought <laughs> in california so but it's unusual for us to have rain here and when there is rain
1: people freak the f out man they Bro. freak out they can't drive for shit <laughs> dude angelinos can't drive when it's dry dude like all the more if it's it's raining it just kind of throws everything out of whack um yeah
0: so it's raining for the dodgers still <laughs> <laughs> raining tears as far as from uh, yeah. what i'm hearing uh brutal dude brutal <laughs> i mean uh, the padres of all teams they didn't even have uh their other star Tatis.
1: what do you, what are you th- dude? they the padres got they a stack
0: though the- they, they they traded for soto and yeah. man dude in the if anything baseball when a team gets hot it's one of those sports that anything can happen, you know. Your pitching gets hot, and the the hitting gets cold. It's game over, man.
1: I don't know, dude. It's just like statistically speaking, it would be interesting mm-hmm. to see uh, what is the percentage of like top seeds and how far along they get in all of these baseball seasons. Because I, mm-hmm. speaking from experience here with the cough cough three rings, the last what fifteen mm-hmm. years uh, with with the Giants. Uh one time they were like in the wild card. They barely mm-hmm. had like ninety wins uh mm-hmm. as, and scratch and claw through you know, to get to the playoffs. But there's a lot to be said um about getting momentum. And yeah. you know, I I don't want to get it started with you know, it's not, <laughs> we're focusing on hoops, but like At least Mm -hmm. from what I've seen uh, from baseball, it's just like if you scratch and claw, you're kind of in that mindset already of competing. And then, you know, the folks that, you know, the teams that are ahead, they kind of get lulled to sleep. And then best of five short series. Anything Mm -hmm. can happen, bro. Exactly. It's the best of five. I think it's
0: really the best of five that really, if with your with your example, if you're not in that mindset, you lose a game, you lose another, and then you're like, Oh shoot, you know, everything is a must win and then there's extra pressure, added pressure yeah. that comes with that. Bats get yeah. tight, you know? And usually pitching thrives a little bit more when it's a it's like a must win game, uh, yeah. generally, because the bats are tighter.
1: Yeah, dude. So it's uh you know, it's But I That's mean, the how it goes, winning man. like
0: a hundred some odd game. One eleven. One eleven It's pretty brutal i mean like (laughs) it is what it is though uh i mean i've I've watched enough baseball to to see a bunch of stuff happen like this too so it is disappointing nonetheless though i mean it honestly was world series or bust given the type of season um the dodgers had and the loaded squad that they did and i know you know with any every team there's injuries but they were pretty loaded Um, and they will continue to be loaded but you got to have pitching man like, you got to have starting pitching that can get you and then the bullpen that can get, get you to the promised land. I mean, Aaron Judge got cold, dude. I, I mean, I know the Yankees advanced, but that guy was struggling in the playoffs after hitting like 62 homers in the season.
1: Yeah, but the Yankees haven't quite made it to the NL, uh, the ALCS just yet. Mm-hmm. I was kind of monitor monitoring the situation selfishly oh, yeah? because oh, okay. I'm 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 trying to I'm hoping that the the Yankees lose so that Judge has a better chance to sign with the Giants. But um, I think the game, speaking of rain, was postponed uh, between Cleveland oh, wow. and New York earlier today. So they're gonna oh, wow. play again tomorrow. It's a do or die games. So it'll be definitely a game. lot of drama. But Judge has been struggling, man. Yankee fans better be careful, dude. Just because they, I heard that they were booing him, I know for his performance. I don't, I don't like... get it, dude. I don't get why. <laughs> I mean, would, this guy be...
0: got you to hear. like yeah. he was a major component. Every dude, every baseball player goes through slumps. That's just the name of the game. I know yeah. it sucks at this time, but. Don't boo the guy.
1: Yeah, sixty-two. They were. I mean, they, he was the second coming of Jesus over there. I know. Like two weeks yeah. ago. What have you done for me lately? I guess. Tough. Yeah, that's just tough. Crowd. That is the
0: nature of sports, though. That is the yeah. nature of sports. But
1: bring it over to but, the West Coast, up in Northern California. <laughs> go back. Go Make back to the the Bay Area, man. That's, I mean, he yeah. is from NorCal, so mm. you know, bring bring sixty-two uh, home runs over here. We'll be glad to take it.
0: I know we're we're talking about all this other all these other sports, um, but it made me remind me of just like the the, the football season's underway too and mm-hmm. the Rams and the Niners are both struggling. Um they're 500, both 500, bro. Five hundred and it it's been a mixed bag of performance. Like sometimes the team will look decent and the next mm. game it's like, What the hell is
1: going on? you know? Yeah. It's, I, it's brutal I, actually. Speaking of a crapshoot, the NFL is a crapshoot on a week to oh, week basis. Yeah. I mean yeah, this
0: season the this you know parody
1: yeah yeah and and, in addition to the parody it's just the the injuries that could happen Mm -hmm. on a Mm week-to-week basis like Mm -hmm. uh at least with the Niners and I'm not using it as an excuse but it is Mm -hmm. legitimate you know you lose the anchor of your defense Nick Bosa Mm -hmm. and that completely shifts you know the 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 tone the tenor of uh Mm -hmm. the game plan the defensive game plan that uh, that they play against it with another team, and you know, same thing. If you were Aaron Donald, if you lose Aaron Donald, it just shifts the 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 game. So, yeah, man, three and three, five hundred, still a lot of football left to be no, played. No, yeah,
0: but. the NFC West, um, the teams are all struggling. I mean, the Seahawks without Russell Wilson uh, <laughs> are had the same record as the Niners and the Rams. Yeah. and the uh, the Cardinals, you know, Calamari Calumari Calamari- Murray is struggling because he doesn't have his top. You know white out, um, but he's struggling as well, so it's kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting yeah. this year. Like, Eagles have the are undefeated, you know, the Giants are doing well, and it's like, yeah. like, you know, team like. Of Tom
1: Brady's Bucks are
0: struggling, you know.
1: Yeah,
0: it's a long season though. It could everything could change week week to week with yeah. injuries and yeah.
1: Don't you love this time of the year though? Start of fall, yeah, Like where yeah. we can talk about all three sports intersecting at the same time, right? Like NFL is underway, one what, what one third into the season. Mm-hmm. NBA is starting right uh, right now, and then yeah. we talk baseball playoffs. Like there really isn't. Like, the whole week is just jam-packed with, like, stuff. On the weekend, dude, you have so much stuff to watch. Yeah, exactly. And
0: and for those people who are into college football, you know, I mean, college is a long way from us now. (laughs) But, like, you know, some people get, you know, still keep up to date with that stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, It's even more, like, even more sports. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like Saturday's college football day. You
1: know, yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. It's I don't know if you're a sports fan, it's definitely, you know, a great time time to be able Uh, to just, you know, especially if you're in a market where you have teams that are competitive. And I think we both are lucky to be in those types of markets. Right. Just Uh because say the Dodgers don't do well, you can kind of shift your focus to, you know, the Rams or the, the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Although not all are doing too crazy hot no. right now, which we'll break down in a little, little bit. But mm-hmm. at least that's my strategy. But at least
0: they're in content. Like people are talking about them, they have a chance. Yeah. You know, it's not like they don't have they don't have any chance. Yeah, it's not like you're the Sacramento Kings. You know what I mean? Like it's it's different. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Al. <laughs> you know, before we jump into the NBA. Yeah. the reason why we haven't really been you know recording a lot is life has been in full swing bro like it's just yeah. we've been busy man like I, know. I don't know after covid where we were just kind of twiddling our fingers you know trying to figure out what we could do at home i think life has been a little crazy mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. so i don't know man like how's how's it been uh, for you well, you have two kids now. I mm. have two puppies. So, oh gosh, uh, my uh, my wifey
0: and I got uh, another puppy. Mm. So um, it's it, it's I, I say this, you know, it's a caveat. Obviously, kids are not mm-hmm. the same. I, I mean, puppies are not the same as kids, obviously, but they are a responsibility. Mm-hmm. And when you have a puppy, you have to take care of it. You have to feed it every couple hours because mm-hmm. they're just little beans that need to be fed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, also you gotta train a puppy. So been a lot of adjustment. That's
1: For sure, <laughs> how's the? But, it was, but it's good. It's good. It's how good how's the dynamic? Because I've seen it with with kids, like my kids, right? Like the dynamic completely shifts once you have two entities that you kind of have to sort of sort out, you know, attention for and all of that stuff. How are the the puppies getting along, or how are the dogs getting along with each other? They're they're not getting along at all. <laughs> oh <so. my> <laughs>
0: I mean, you know, it's different with kids because. Kids usually are closer in age range. Mm -hmm. Like your kids are closer in age range. Mm -hmm. Um, But like dogs, you know, obviously they age a lot quicker because, you know, their years compared to human years are very different. So Mm -hmm. by the time us getting another dog, I mean, our our first dog Mm -hmm. um, is obviously like an elderly, you know,
1: senior citizen status
0: already. Yeah. I mean, pretty middle age for sure, Mm -hmm. Um, because you just I think you multiply by seven. Yeah. um, For dog years. So it's like she's like 56. She's going to turn eight. So like she older than us, bro. I know you're introducing like a new puppy to like a, like 56 year old. Yeah. You know, it's like, you're gonna get pushback. Yeah. You know, you're solidified in your ways. Yeah.
1: vibes aren't the same for that. Yeah. Energy like, level. It's like
0: being a parent for the first time when, or like, or like, yeah, like all of a sudden you have a little sister. It's weird if when you're old. You're like, yeah. dude, I'm I'm over the shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But but in time, like I've heard from many people that it just takes time to adjust and you know, acc- like you got to get acclimated. Everybody has to get acclimated. I'm sure like when um you're youngest son came into the
1: world Mm. everyone has to get acclimated yeah we're still trying to acclimate it and i'm like three years into into the process bro people Mm -hmm. lie to me they said things will settle down man i don't know i haven't (laughs) gotten sleep in five years
0: bro i've heard different like opinions on that like (laughs) because i have people have hard sell me to have kids before Mm -hmm. and usually the hard sell is okay everyone knows it's tough Mm. Right. There's no hiding behind that fact. Mm. But then there would be like, Well, dude, when the kid is five, you will be good. But then I heard other people like, dude, when the kid's at elementary school, that's much better. I'm like, dude, that's a long time from now. Mm. <laughs> Either way, it's I think it's just different for everyone yeah. when when that kind of level plain like leveled with ease the, yeah. kicks in a little bit more.
1: Yeah, circumstances vary from people to people. Yeah. Um, I I hope I'm in the same boat as these other people, but I can't say that for myself. You know what mm-hmm. what resonated with me, and I was talking to other parents that were that told me about the experience of having kids. This is what they told me, and I'll share some uh, some wisdom that mm. has been shared to me. What they said was: "Little kids, little problems. Big kids, mm. big problems." Oh, so, man. so take it for what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean. After getting that sort of that that sage advice, though, it kind of just it kind of put things in perspective. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. just you kind of just sign up for it. Just, you know, part of the part of the part of what you sign up for is part of the game pretty much of of having kids. There are definitely some rewarding times, but that's sage advice. I was just like, I didn't understand what they meant when they first said that. Mm -hmm. But then the more that the more years pass, you're just like, yep. It ain't gonna change it gets easier people acclimate mm. as uh, like what you said and i hope also that...
0: the kids become more a little bit more independent in time like you don't have to like watch them like hawk all, all yeah. the
1: time like when they're babies you can't leave them you yeah, know exactly uh, but that's when they start hiding from you and doing all kinds true. of these other shady things. stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's kind of trying to get away
0: from things get away with things with dad and mom right exactly
1: you know? so Big, little kids little problems big kids big problems yeah. this is problems bro but it's yeah. I, I i i we say that in jest of course you yeah. know it's yeah. less about that it's more about the journey um yeah. Yeah. It's, it's 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 funny it's funny we talked about this man and I'm, I'm glad i can empathize with your with your struggles i hope you're getting mm-hmm. sleep uh, mm-hmm. i hope you're getting better sleep uh, just because we've never appreciated sleep or well, I have um, never appreciated sleep as much as I, uh, I, I have. I have. Mean, from afterwards. every
0: every friend I know that has kids, and most of them have kids now, like, all of them are like, I haven't gone to sleep for, like, five years. <laughs> like, good sleep, you yeah. know? Sleep, sleep, yeah. <laughs> and I've, you know, some friends had to travel for work and stuff, and they're like, dude, it is awesome. Sometimes you're just in a hotel and yeah. you just go to sleep. You wake up almost freaked out because you're like, dude i have to be doing something but no you're just like wow it's quiet and it's pitch dark
1: (laughs) co-sign on that bro co-sign on that when i went on the trip down south man i didn't know know what to do with myself people like the other guys were just like why are you up so early bro i'm just like (laughs) they were like trying to sleep in and i'm like i'm up at 6 30 trying to like you know get some breakfast it was so funny like like I was like, yo, you guys want to get breakfast and and like everybody was still asleep. So I had to go eat breakfast by myself, <laughs> which in itself is also a pretty awesome thing. I know. Thing after I was getting say, some kids when was like, the last
0: time you had just pure just alone time at home
1: yeah. or whatever away? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly um speaking of alone time the way that i've been able to keep my sanity mm. throughout this whole kid process as we know as we've talked Mm. at length is hooping dude Mm. and i'm going all in these days dude Mm. i'm i'm trying to get in like three runs a week wow you know it is crazy the body's holding up knock on wood right now yeah, um yeah. but it's a lot of work to like I feel like an NBA trainer on myself just <laughs> trying to be able to get myself ready cuz it's back to back to back dude. Dude, I don't know how you
0: even NBA players don't do that. Yeah,
1: I know, right. Um I just try to I try to I try to um I try to pace myself uh, mm. uh on the games and that's when the runs are, dude. Like I get it on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so mm. I don't know man the body definitely has been barking at me and uh i don't know man it's it was summertime dude like i feel like people are wow. really like right before. like again there's not a lot of sports to watch right um um weather's great you know mm-hmm. uh it's not the holidays yet so people were just game to ball dude like people wanted a hoop so mm-hmm. i was one of them <laughs> Dude, you're squeezing every last bit of
0: juice from that, from from your <laughs> your basketball uh, timeline or whatever yeah, it dude. is right now. Till the wheels great, fall I, off. That's the, yeah. That's the mantra. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh yeah, man. I mean, you know, uh, another sage advice that I got from someone. Like I was hooping with this dude that was. Dude, uh, he was probably like sixty-five years old, older than sixty. OG man, yeah, OG. Yeah. And I think I've said this before, but the only way you keep, you keep playing is to keep playing. So yeah,
0: that's true, man. It is true. It's very true. So are you trying to call me out now? Uh,
1: I I <laughs> am trying to call you out, but it's all good, man. You know,
0: I actually played recently. I played a, a pickup run. Um, played some four on four, mm-hmm. um, full court. You know, 4 and 4 full court is pretty damn tiring. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> full court is damn tiring, for sure. Yeah, Shit, half court is damn tiring. Shooting
1: around is damn
0: tiring at this point. Yeah, I know. And I, my body held up okay. Mm-hmm. I felt good about it. Um, but the guy I was guarding was like this brick, man. <laughs> and I'm like, it's funny because he's just like, he's just, he's just massively strong, right? Mm-hmm. And he's super buff. And then I had this guy on my team that was a the tall black dude, mm-hmm. you know? And he was like, "You got to put your body into him." I'm like, "No shit, dude! <laughs> this guy outweighs me by thirty pounds. I'm putting my body into him. I can't do anything." Mm. Uh, but yeah, it was it was good though. I, I did, it's not that he scored on me all the time. It's just he was strong, and you know.
1: So how did it um, feel though? Getting back on the courts? I know you took a little bit of a break. You know, mm. like uh, th- does it give you the same amount of joy that you? Yeah, you used to I feel before? I
0: feel like a I feel like a natural out there. To be honest, mm. like I mean. You know, rusty, but I know what I'm doing. Like, my body, I think, is in shape. But um in terms of the physical contact, mm. yeah, it needs to be tuned up, you know. Um But I, yeah, like, understanding the game and, and um, being more cerebral, mm. especially as getting, getting older, I feel like you, you I don't, don't have the it. athleticism as I did before. But mm-hmm. I have more cerebral intelligence when it comes to the game. Like, I know what to do. And I see other people, and I'm like, dude, you just not being productive at all what, you, what the hell are you doing you know <laughs> see for but, me yeah. c-
1: cerebral uh is kind of like another way and for me i'm not speaking on, on your mm-hmm. behalf of like like losing the physical edge so i have to kind of find <laughs> yeah. ways to outsmart mm-hmm. and like take mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. take shortcuts uh mm-hmm. uh because before i could just kind of use like physical Talents to be able to just overcome no. certain things, but now I have to be a little bit more like methodical, or mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know, cut the distance by you know going a shorter line rather than going around mm-hmm. people, or given my heft, just going through people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah. To 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 play, but you know that's the fun of playing though, and I think that's part mm-hmm. of the enjoyment of playing as you get older is the game isn't the same so in many mm-hmm. ways you have to evolve with whatever you have to work with right yeah. and i don't know man i don't know i think there's there's some joy in that right like there's some yeah. some the challenge that you get from making adjustments with what limitations you have um so it's interesting definitely and uh, yeah ho- i totally agree hopefully hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully we can keep it going man and i'm sure yeah. you'll get you'll hit the courts once again yeah, um, yeah, sooner rather than I later. I mean, once once you start,
0: you know, it's kind of like an avalanche, and just you keep going. Exactly. You get that itch, you know. Exactly. It's like going to the gym. Like once you stop going to the gym, it's easy to, to kind of like let the weeks pass by. Um, exactly. And next thing you know, it you're like, dude, I, I really need to go work out. It's been a couple
1: months. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I think that ultimately is the reason why I've been trying to play because I know that for me, if I stop, mm. it'll be 10 times as harder to get back out there. So I mm. might as well just keep on going as far as I can, you know? No, I'm, I'm definitely proud of you, man. Like
0: you, you definitely have, I do think it's, uh, it's therapeutic. Oh yeah. for you, Absolutely. Uh, so I think that added, like, I think when we were younger, when we played, it was therapeutic, but we didn't really frame it that mm-hmm. way. Like we just did it because it was fun mostly, yeah. but there was a therapeutic element to it. Yeah. But being older now, you actually, the therapeutic element supersedes just about anything because you realize life is so busy and you're choosing to do this because it's bringing something for your Mm -hmm, life mm -hmm. like something that is like beneficial to your body but more beneficial for your mental health to be honest yeah yeah.
1: um yeah i mean some people listen to music some people Mm -hmm. do all kinds of other stuff for me i definitely i don't know just i just like the feeling of competition Yeah. putting my body through the ringer and mm. i don't know man the vibes the vibes are just awesome mm. at the gym man and that's what started mm. this whole pod thing right this is what we wanted yeah. like at least this is what i wanted i wanted to have that chit chat that we get when yeah when we're we're waiting between runs and i don't know mm. man that's that's my element and i've been in plenty of conversations with you mm-hmm. uh on those sidelines mm-hmm. man so i mean you above anyone else that i know like that
0: chit chat between the sidelines Mm -hmm. you've always been that guy yeah you really have you truly have like you talk to almost everybody like let's say in between people just sitting around waiting for the next run you'll just chat it up with the guy next to you and you become really friendly everyone like it's very speaks to your personality uh i think i've gotten better (laughs) over time but um i mean i talk to you (laughs) you know like because you're my friend and usually when back in the past when we went to college like we would go together like I would talk to you mm. I would not talk I wouldn't but I wouldn't talk to strangers you know yeah. but like once I get to know people like because I play enough mm. like over and over that's when I start to talk to people but you are warm right away yeah
1: you you on that Mamba mentality man you like Hobie I am dude out there, you know
0: dude. me you know me man I am like yeah. that like between sidelines I'm like fuming
1: yeah. dude <laughs> like out there. I'm, I'm just I'm like LeBron from that USA yeah. documentary you I'm are, just dude, trying to have fun like out there <laughs> Cause it is fun, man. It is, yeah. You should yeah. make it fun. You know what I mean. Yeah. You're not trying. And Kobe um, shifted away from that, yeah. you know, later in his career, yeah. very much see, uh, as you are right now. You're appreciating. I am. I'm different now. I'm.
0: I yeah. I actually do talk to people um, between the the games now. Like just like I said, just recently, that that dude that roughed me up. I talked to him between games. I was like, "You're a strong guy, man," and he was like. No nah, man my bad my bad i'm like nah nah dude everything you do it's fine you know it's just you're a physical guy you know you just gotta appreciate <laughs> what you're working with there you know you have some good laughs and you just talk about life yeah a little bit,
1: you, you know, know what's funny though yeah. it's part of the strategy for me to soften them up when i do talk to you're them. you're like a tim duncan dude yeah <laughs> <laughs> i hope i i yeah i never played like him kill
0: him with niceness you know
1: uh, um but yeah man Always always yeah. enjoy hoops, man. And uh yeah. yeah. I hope uh yeah. I hope you're you're out there chopping it up with the, you know, with the other players. I'll tell
0: you this before we move to the NBA, which we will. Mm. Um do miss playing with you, man. Oh. It's been a long time. It's been a very long time. Bro. So last time I was there, do
1: you remember, I was trying to find ways to make it happen, even though it was logistically impossible. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we'll figure it out. You know, we'll 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 make it happen one of these days. And, Uh, you know, it'll be like old. times. It'll be on top of the list
0: of the thing we will need to do the next time. If I visit you or you visit me,
1: it'll be the number one
0: priority. So we will get that done.
1: Bring your lunch pail, man. Get ready for uh, Or just go up to NorCal, man. Three. Three I runs know, a week, one way or another, I'll find a court yeah, for you. Yeah, you'll, you'll get me in one of those runs. <laughs> oh, gosh. Mm. Mm. Let's get to the NBA. The NBA. Let's get to the NBA.
0: Uh, opening this is night. Monday. Yeah, we are recording on the night before the opening mm. night. So we'll have this episode up tomorrow. Mm. But it is here, it has arrived. And of course, the Lakers are playing the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, dude.
1: Ooh. Mm.
0: What do you think? Well, outside, let's not talk about the game yet mm-hmm. because I feel like I know what's gonna happen in the game, much like last year. um But let's talk about all the stuff leading <laughs> up to this game because I didn't want to talk about I mean, it. But yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, I dude. Know. But we have know, to, man. I, know, I, know, I, know. I mean, yeah, not just I your can... team. The Lakers yeah. also have, you know, like there's a lot of stuff going on. There's you a know? lot, like new coach people trying to adjust the new roles, mm. all that stuff, you know. Um I don't know. Do you want me to start with the Lakers uh, or do you want to start with the Warriors? Yes, go ahead. All right. So the Lakers. What's the state of the affairs with the Lakers? The Lakers did not trade Russell Westbrook <laughs> after I told you at the end of last season we need to trade Russell yeah. Westbrook. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, I do remember I was like, "Off season we have the whole off season to trade him." Let's just do mm-hmm. it. But no. Here we are. New coach. They're rebranding. They're like we're gonna we're gonna start fresh, guys. And I'm like, it's it's not the same squad, but same principal star players. Mm-hmm. And Russ is gonna be Russ, man. I know, I know. Uh, the last preseason game, he was brought off the bench, but he hurt his hammy and he barely played. Mm-hmm. But I am hoping with the new coach Darvin Ham, mm-hmm. they stick with that. Mm-hmm. And it's I don't know if a player like Russ. Right now he's all kumbaya, you know. He's like, "Oh yeah, it's also my choice too." But I, I mean, he has a lot of pride. Mm. I mean, this is a man that averaged triple double, multiple seasons in the NBA at this point. Um, I don't know if the league is finally humbling mm. him to the point that um, he knows that this is just in this particular squad he's not that guy. Mm. But it's hard to hard to see that in Russ, to be honest. I mean, um, he's yeah, he's I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. He really is
1: uh so my question is um russ is still back with the lakers do you think the lakers tried to move him over the offseason? Mm-hmm. and if so why do you think he wasn't moved
0: i think the lakers definitely tried to move him but the deal was not right mm-hmm. um i think other teams don't want russ mm-hmm. why would they want russ uh, unless it's a salary dump and if it is a salary dump they know And they're going to want the draft picks from the Lakers. Mm -hmm. And there is a negotiation game. Mm -hmm. Like, they're going to keep waiting. The more they wait, the more that the Lakers will get more desperate. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you make that deal now and help the Lakers? And be like, all right, we'll give you Miles Turner, Buddy Heal, then uh, throw a pick in. They'll be like, well, if we wait and the Lakers don't play well, we have more leverage. Mm -hmm. Because these other teams don't have to rush. Like, the teams are rebuilding. Why do they have to rush to do a deal? Mm -hmm. So it's Like, they just watched wait for the lakers bottom to fall out. exactly
1: so yeah i was going to bring up that sort of pacers conversation it seemed like Mm -hmm. on paper it really looked like you know it would make sense at least for the lakers side of things for the lakers yeah yeah
0: what does it make sense for the exactly exactly i mean if they can do the same deal and have more leverage later why not wait Mm i i know for them they also have a time period too because miles turner is a free mm-hmm. agent right at the end of this season and they don't want to let him go for nothing right they want something mm-hmm. back but they can afford to wait longer that's for yeah. sure because at the end they're like well even if we let miles turner walk it is what it is yeah. right you know um but if we can hold the lakers to the fire and hopefully get like another draft uh asset out of them you know draft capital why not why not why do the deal now and
1: getting a uh, malcontent like uh, russell westbrook Uh, back, you know, it's just, there's Mm. just a lot of baggage. So, for you to take on that baggage, you really want to make sure that you get your money's worth in getting those draft picks. Exactly. Uh, I see, I see. Well, I
0: just don't know any team out there that is clamoring to get Russell Westbrook. Just, I can't name one team right now that would be clamoring to get him. I'm going through the Rolodex in my head, you Uh, know, and it's just like... I mean, the only team I can see is like maybe oklahoma city thunder just because it's Russ. westbrook yeah. was beloved mm-hmm. there but even then they're trying to tank to get victor yeah, that's true like all these bottom teams are trying to tank mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, I i know any team that trains for Westbrook westbrook is probably not going to play mm-hmm. them anyways and they might as well do that mid-season because then they don't have to like deal with the drama the whole season interesting they can just be like all right we're gonna trade you like you know a couple months into the season to sit you out because you, they do that all the time to these veterans like John Wall. He sat out for a whole season, mm. dude, because he was getting paid major bucks. And Houston was like, why play him? <laughs> like, we're not. that means we're not developing our young guys exactly. anyways, right? We're not going to play this old aging veteran. This albatross
1: you know? contract uh, that exactly. just did. Now he's with the Clippers. <laughs> did he sign for the minimum? Was it? Oh, he did. wow. He that's did. crazy. He did sign for the minimum. I... Uh, the Clippers are stacked, dude. Honestly, that might uh... be the move for Russ eventually. He might have to go the John Wall route, honestly like
0: I think he I think he will actually it's just I just
1: don't see anyone paying him big bucks why man, at this point? whose idea was it to to bring him to l a anyway, dude, it's just <sighs> I don't know,
0: man, it can't be a guy named LeBron James it's definitely not him he's he's way too smart for that. It can't it
1: can't be. I don't know, man he likes to stack uh <laughs> stack uh stars in the same squad you know what i mean uh oh, i know man. on the back of it's, his it's mind brutal. he's recruiting like mm. staff and all of these is you know what i mean like
0: this man is oh, i don't know i get he's
1: he wants that team usa set up man that's what it yeah <laughs> uh, he's Steph is not
0: leaving the Warriors.
1: No, he's not. He's not. There's I'm no just way. saying. There's I'm no just saying. Like on a on a, on, a, on, a, on a on a perfect world, I think LeBron would like that, and yeah. I, I understand it. Like you want the best talent around you, yeah. but honestly, it's not just talent. It's it's about like fit. It's about system. Yeah. It's about all I mean, of those coaching. Uh, exactly. Yeah, it's more complicated yeah. than, than just that, and it, mm-hmm. unfortunately, it didn't seem like it's working out for Russ, and I'm no, gonna be on the sidelines. Not. Like. Just just eating, eating, eating popcorn, my popcorn, dude. watching to see, <laughs> and I'm sure you'll do the same for me uh, on your end. Looking up north, I mean, there's a lot popping
0: up <laughs> exactly, right there in the bay. Exactly, air. exactly. <laughs>
1: but I don't want to be looking at this this dumpster fire. Mm. Actually, that's that's too much for me to say. I you know, but it mm. it feels like it's been a dumpster fire up north here for mm. the past couple weeks. So mm. <laughs> let's just put it that. Well,
0: I think I think okay, it's different kind of dumpster fire. Obviously, different kind of controversy. Different. Uh, personality types that we're dealing mm-hmm. with, but I do think management and coaching, the culture has been more established mm-hmm. in the Bay Area, so there's more trust in the system and the ecosystem mm-hmm. that's there okay. versus the Lakers. I know LeBron LeBron has held together teams for many years of his career, so you can really honestly trust LeBron in leading a team. I mean, he's done it, um, but he is getting older. Uh, but in comparison to the Warriors, I just think, the whole management, you know, is is, is pretty mm. good at dealing with complicated situations that they have in mm-hmm. the past. And they've already established a winning culture. So, yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting. Want, let's, yeah, let's just yeah, get into You, you. want to hear, let's hear let's an interesting
1: take. You. And this is going to be a good transition mm-hmm. away from the Lakers and onto the Warriors. But there's mm-hmm. a connection. I was listening mm-hmm. to a pod uh, earlier today, actually, where there was an interesting take where they talk about the leadership differences between... Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lakers and the Warriors, and here's mm-hmm. here's the gist of of it, uh, and I'll do my best to summarize it as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, the Warriors and the Lakers have very different approaches in terms of building a team. Um, mm-hmm. We'll talk about the Warriors recently because I don't know if you've you've heard, but there's recently big news where they resigned Jordan Poole, uh and they resigned yeah. uh, Andrew Wiggins into these mm-hmm. mega, well, you know, big contracts. You know. Yep. Um that puts the the Warriors at a luxury tax territory of like 500 million in total. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy, like un, mm-hmm. unheard of ta- luxury tax mm-hmm. levels. Um, yeah. um and this is coming off a championship year. So the Warriors mm-hmm. are willing to invest uh on young talent uh to help support uh a winning culture that they've had. The mm-hmm. The the pod was juxtaposing this approach with the Lakers' approach when the Lakers won the championship, mm-hmm. which wasn't really that yeah. uh, that long ago, right? Two years ago. No, it ago, wasn't. It was two years uh, ago. During, during COVID, where the Lakers mm-hmm. had a chance to re-sign Alex, Caru- uh, Alex Caruso. Uh, yep. And I don't know. They let go of a, a couple of players. And I'm not saying that Alex Caruso and Jordan Poole are like the same player. but They're definitely not. But the fact that Alex Caruso was like a key cog for that championship Mm. squad and he got signed by the, the bulls for much less than what Jordan Poole is making right now. Yeah. Makes you question. Jordan Poole is a greater. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. That's true. That's true. But I'm just saying what the, 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 the argument there was Mm. the Lakers Mm. weren't willing to invest on Key pieces to keep that that squad, yeah. uh, you know, consistent and competing on the the next mm-hmm. year again. Jordan Poole, Alex Caruso, not the same player, but it's just kind of keeping yeah. that 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 formula. Yeah. Um, I don't know the mm-hmm. situation with Alex Caruso. Like, what was he unrestricted? Yeah. Was he restricted? Where they could have matched there. There are a lot of variables there, mm-hmm. but it just seems mm-hmm. like Lakers are more they chase stars. You know what I mean? Rather mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. you know than just kind of developing in-house and in in keeping that like so Mm -hmm. i don't know a little bit of a difference feel free to kind of comment in terms of that but there that was at least the the angle of what what the pod was trying to argue It's just like you know la's Mm -hmm. just trying to bring talent in and make it work out as opposed to Mm -hmm. the warriors seeing what And it kind of comes back to what you were saying, like the Warriors kind of Mm -hmm. having a system, looking for players that fit that system and rewarding the players Mm -hmm. that thrive in that system. You know what I mean? And we're seeing the effects and both can win. The Lakers have been able to win Mm -hmm. with, you know, just finding players, Anthony Davis, signing LeBron, finding Alex Caruso off the uh, scratchy. But the consistency Mm -hmm. is not there Mm -hmm. because of the difference in leadership approach. So.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it could be a philosoph- philosophical mm-hmm. thing. There's there's many elements to how running a team goes. Like, there's a philosophical thing. There's also economics mm-hmm. that go into it. How how businesses run, uh, the deep pockets of a owner. All these things factor into how a team operates, and also how the owner um, sets up his her management mm-hmm. and uh, scouting and all that stuff, right? Um, so, uh, there's a lot of variables that go into it, but there is a philosophical thing that is behind most uh, management where they decide this is how we're going to acquire mm-hmm. talent. And they usually, I mean like in any economic environment you use, what is advantage advantageous mm-hmm. to you. If you have an advantageous, um, brand that you've already built up, you're like, well, if I can, instead of developing stars, I mm-hmm. recruit it right by offering living in California, living mm-hmm. in LA, right? Uh, you can be a star. You're going to utilize that to recruit the stars because also yeah. you also need it because you need to yeah. sell tickets. Um, I think the Warriors, the reason why they are the way they are is because they had to develop talent that way because they were not an attractive place to be at the time, years ago, before everything was established now. So, <laughs> so it's, it's, the Lakers already established yeah. a winning legacy based on other factors like yeah. Kobe, Shaq, and even yeah, before that, right? right? So they didn't need to develop talent you're that right. they do, That's do now. But, but the Lakers are finding out now that outside of when LeBron retires and all that stuff, it's like, well can we, well, even before LeBron retired, like LeBron, sorry, LeBron came here. They were like, oh shoot, we can't just recruit players to come because they mm-hmm. tried. Like they got burned, like LaMarcus Aldris, Aldridge, <laughs> like there was the whole debacle, yeah. right? And then they were like, oh shoot, then we need to develop yeah. this talent, you know? And then they had to reinvest a little bit by drafting, the, being really poor and drafting talent that you could say they did well or not, who knows, right? Julius Randle was a all-star Brandon Ingram is an All Star. Um, Lonzo, you know he's injury prone, but these these players, they're good players, DeAngelo is all right. They're good players, but they leveraged all that to trade for a
1: superstar. That's true, you know, in AD. They didn't so, invest in developing it, it, them. They were just trying to get them mm-hmm. to be sweet and then get that, that yeah. big big time big name player mm-hmm. who wanted to go to LA, but, like what you said. But the last thing I'll say about that is like
0: they're the like if you think about the how owners are in the nba now all of them are billionaires like almost a large percentage Mm. of them are billionaires that that own nba teams um genie bus and the bus family are not billionaires like they're they operate that business as their sole Mm. income like most of these owners of these teams this the nba business is not their Mm. sole income which is crazy to think like that's how rich they are like Owning an NBA team is not a major, like it's not the main source of mm. income for them. You know, their side side hustle or <laughs> they accumulated, yeah, exactly. It's actually their their mm. toy. If you really think about it, obviously they want to, they run a run it like a business, right? Um, but still, it's like, all right, if this doesn't pan well for me, like I I'm good, you know. <laughs> um, but but the bottom line is, um, the Laker fans have been clamoring mm. for years because Genie has not run the team that well i mean she did win a championship with recruiting lebron or you can say lebron just decided to come here um either way it's under her ownership that outside of that she has not run the team well it has we have not won very much so people are clamoring to be like well maybe in this environment the kind of business you're running and the kind of pockets that you have is not competitive Mm -hmm. with what the landscape is so a lot of trust me a lot of laker fans are Hoping the the Bus family sells the business, and they will not, because it's a, like it's a family. Sell it to whoever
1: owns the Dodgers, and they can. <laughs> Yeah, I know, dude. Then you'll definitely see a 500. Million Although that payable. didn't quite work out this year. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, it did not. Hey, dude, sometimes you can't <laughs> you can't buy hey, man. it, man. Some, Yeah. Um, Plus, there ain't you no know, salary cap in the in MLB, so no, you can't just keep that's on why. buying yeah. Freddie Freeman's off the shelf. You know, you know what I mean. It's mm-hmm. just it's it's, it's it's definitely different.
0: But interesting. But let's let's mm. go back. Let's go back to the the, yeah.
1: the Bay Area though. Um, I
0: just want you to address this. Um, Just from a Warriors Mm -hmm. perspective, I think it's important because a lot of like this is all coming to a head uh, Mm -hmm. going into the season. All the drama unfolding. I know you've been really Mm -hmm. annoyed by it, but just, you know, for those people that have been living Mm -hmm. on the rock. um, What news came out a couple of weeks ago that there was an altercation at practice um, and but no details came of it yet. It was between Draymond Green and Poole. That was all that was heard. And there was going to be disciplinary Mm -hmm. action amongst Mm -hmm. the team. They would figure that out. Couple days later, a video from TMZ came out that showed Draymond Green actually in the report before they were already saying there was a physical altercation, yeah, right? But now the, not the exact the words was of
1: it. Uh, aggressively struck. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. But no one knows what that really
1: means. Yeah. You know? Video
0: in nowadays now now wait, the T M Z now is T M Z it's like the video is everything. It puts everything in context and it makes everything. It blows yeah. up everything. So, I mean, Draymond pretty much in that video, you know, punched yeah. Poole right in the face, man. I mean, it was a, it was a superman freaking <laughs> yeah. MMA yeah. kind
1: of punch, man. Yeah, it was.
0: I mean, the fact that he wasn't more hurt is is a blessing, yeah. actually. You know, he doesn't have a fractured face or anything exactly. like that. Jordan
1: Poole was um, shooting warm up go- uh, jumpers an hour after the incident. Mm-hmm. I heard. Tough guy. He can take a punch, uh, apparently. So yeah,
0: he can take <laughs> a punch, man. He can take a punch, and the only other more recent reference that we have, without obviously mm-hmm. no video, was Bobby Portis punched Miritich. Nikola Miritich, Yeah. Some some other Nikola Miritich in the face, and I think he, he did he, some damage he, though. He, I think he broke he his like, like
1: orbital bone or something like that. Yeah. Fractured it.
0: Yeah, and then I eventually they they I think they either I think they traded Portis mm-hmm. or something like that. They didn't. They weren't on the same team after. A considerable time of, I think he he got fined or suspended mm, or something mm-hmm. like that, but that's the most recent at precedent least public or... um, precedent of this because I I know there have been obviously scuffles in any mm. uh, practice that we don't ever hear of. Uh, I mean, you know, Jordan famously punched Steve
1: Kerr, so um, but there was no videotape mm. of that. <laughs>
0: But yeah, give me your thoughts, dude. Just give me your thoughts.
1: Man, we live in this TikTok world where it's just, mm. it's dangerous, man, when video comes out like that. And I think the Warriors mm. were doing their very best trying to keep it in-house, knowing that mm. if something like a leak happens, that it would just blow out of proportion. And unfortunately, yeah. uh, TMZ waved the mighty dollar to some, I don't even know if it's mm-hmm. like a video guy. It may, The way I mm. see it, like, The video was being uh, shown and then someone had their cell phone and they were they were like recording that. And then all hell breaks Mm. loose. So my perspective on this is twofold. Uh, There's the perspective of Draymond just, you know, doing the action. And then the perspective of Mm. the thing getting out in the media and then Mm. taking on its own life um let me start with that right I think it's really unfortunate that in this world right now where people are just so used to coming up with their own narratives based on you know a 15 second clip and that's the reality that we live in in this world right now and Mm -hmm. you know you can't do anything about it if it's out there people are going to think what they think and it's unfortunate that it came out and I think the Warriors are doing their very best to do some damage control to make sure that they can move on. Mm -hmm. I think the timing of the events where there really wasn't a lot of stuff happening, like really kind of made it to be a really, really sort of just, you know, a terrible timing for a situation like that. So Mm -hmm. as a fan, um, I don't Mm -hmm. like it like. Uh, yeah. I don't, I mean, the, the, the Warriors have been sort of like, you know, the class of the NBA in terms of dealing with a lot of the BS. And I'd like to think that they try to, you know, you know, do the right thing for the most part and try to make the best decisions that are, um, you know, th- that, 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 that can protect the team. And in this case, I think they did what they could given the situation. So it's disappointing mm-hmm. that it happened. It worries me uh, that it'll kind of change the the vibe that has been, mm. you know, at an all time high, ever since the the the, t- the yeah. squad won the championship since June, man. And um, picking back with like the Draymond situation, I don't know what the hell he's thinking, man. Like he's a leader of the yeah. team, and like. He's been known to be really temperamental. This isn't the first time that he's had a blow up. We've seen it with Mm -hmm. KD and those that time it didn't get uh, it didn't get physical. Right. Yeah. is obviously Mm -hmm. not Jordan Poole. (laughs) Yeah. He's bigger. He's a bigger star. All of that (laughs) stuff. I don't think Draymond, even in his manic uh, aggression, would dare to think doing anything stupid like that uh on, on yeah. live tv you know what i mean um uh, mm-hmm. but even prior to that i mean draymond had that thing with lebron in the finals and we lost you know yes. we lost yeah. a championship you know i i I, mm-hmm. I firmly believe that the warriors were gonna be able to find a way to kind of finish that off uh that season mm-hmm. but you know that changed you know the, the tenor of that that series and even before that mm-hmm. uh Draymond Mm -hmm. had a thing with Steve Kerr in OKC yes that game Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. Steph hit that that three from half court people forget that Draymond had a tiff with Steve Kerr and he was like he had to be restrained by security after going at Mm -hmm. Steve Kerr that that season Mm -hmm. so you know for all his media savvy and I love Draymond dude like he is the heartbeat of Mm -hmm. the team um he definitely has a dark side, and and sometimes, man, you just he, he can't control it, man, and you know it, it's unfortunate that it kind of resulted in this situation. It, it it got blown out of proportion. So, I don't know what to think, man. I, I I do think that the Warriors are best equipped more than any team in the league. I would argue to deal with this kind of thing, but at the same time, this nothing like this has really happened elsewhere. So mm. it's just like, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that the words can get past it, but man, why you hit the young mm-hmm. buck, man?
0: I know it's interesting because, you know, after the fact, um, not too long afterwards, Jordan pool signed mm-hmm. an extension. Andrew Wiggins obviously re-upped, um, you know, took a little hometown discount mm-hmm. as well for the team. Um, But Draymond, uh, his contract status is, you know, going to be up to, you know, like there's going to be some storylines that eventually come of it. I know he has a player option next year, and I think I saw Woj actually tweet that he's expected to pick up his player option, but we don't know. There's a lot that can happen between now and then, right? But Woj usually is pretty good. He has a pretty good beat on this kind of stuff, you know? Um, it could be also because, you know, Draymond doesn't think that he can get a long-term contract if he doesn't pick up player option. I mean, he's going to be paid $27 million, which yeah. is a lot of money. Um, so we'll see. I mean, there's a lot more storylines mm. to come from this. Um, but for me, when I look at it, is, you're right. We are in a TikTok age. Anytime a video goes out, it gets retweeted. It gets you know, shown like a million times and not to, not to lighten the situation because it is a situation that Draymond mm-hmm. Green was in the wrong. You don't punch someone. Um, and he has to answer for it, especially in today's mm-hmm. society. Right. Uh, and Draymond Green is honestly, he creates content. He's a content creator. So he has to answer to these things and he has to, to be honest, when you put yourself in the public sphere, even in the way that you create content and you speak about locker room culture and you speak about, uh, you know, being a role mm-hmm. model sometimes, you know, like, you're gonna have to yeah. answer to these things you, if you're gonna put yourself out there you're gonna have to answer it and he, I think he he's not going to mm, shy this... away from that to be honest you know I think he's admitted yeah. that he's wrong um,
1: did you see but, the the um, the video the the press conference after that the, mm-hmm.
0: I did I did I think he was contrite he was mm. sorry he uh, touched on points where he's like Jordan Poole's mm-hmm. family saw that he understands the impact is not just the fact that it was released even though he did say it's BS that it Mm -hmm. got released, but the impact of it doesn't just affect him Mm -hmm. and Jordan Poole. Um, It affects all the people that obviously would be affected. I mean, imagine if someone you care about, like some video footage released of him Mm -hmm. getting punched, you know, it would impact you if you, if that Mm -hmm. was your son, you know, regardless of what age they are, you're like, damn, you know, like don't do that. That hurts me. Not just the person who got punched, They actually can get over it probably quicker because they're like, well, I'm the one that Mm. has to deal with it. And I can, I can, I can, we can hash it out Mm. in whatever way. But, you know, the rest of the people are like, damn, dude, you know, you hurt my son, you hurt my brother, you hurt my whatever. I'm
1: glad he mentioned Um, that, though. I'm glad he made, he made sure to point that out, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm.
0: So that showed a level of maturity that he understands there was an impact to that. You know, he wasn't just like, hey, man, I'm sorry, dude. You know, like some people might just be like, I'm sorry, you know, I, I, I messed up and. Just moving forward. Right. So
1: what did um, you think so. of the penalty for Draymond? I'm curious about your perspective.
0: I, I, I think the Warriors are being very strategic because they their goal is to win mm. a championship. Um they believe if you add fuel to the fire and suspend them, especially when they don't want to lose Draymond. Mm. That's what I'm mm. that's what I'm saying now. Because if you suspend them for the ring ceremony, you know, because you're not going to suspend him a game later, you know, yeah, like that's the next you got to stand on your feet if you're going to suspend yeah. someone, you know, you're going to be like, oh, we're not going to suspend him for this game, but you can play the next game. It's like, dude, where is your, you either suspend him or not, right? I think decided we're going to fine him what undisclosed mm. amount, right? Um, but we're not, we don't want to have this looming over mm. Draymond. Because I think he's a person that, like any human being, like he he messed up, and if he has to be punished that way, it's mm. it's hard. It's hard to miss that, especially you, you work so hard to get that mm. championship. Um, and and you could argue that he he did it to himself mm. if they suspended him, sure, all that. But I think management is like, all right, our goal w- is still mm. to win a championship. I mean, we we're sacrificing all these things, um, we're working towards that goal, and we're not going to give up on it now and not let it go off the rails right now, even before the well. To starts.
1: add to that, um. Outside of the strategic component, which I agree, I think that definitely was part of it. I think that if it wasn't ring ceremony night, if we weren't coming off a championship, Mm -hmm. all of those variables, he definitely would have a more quote-unquote severe uh, penalty. Um, But I think another part of this equation was they brought it up to the team and they put it on the players in terms of what mm-hmm. they they do and this is actually what yeah. kind of upset me a little bit in terms of the reaction because there were a lot of fans warrior fans included mm-hmm. that were up in arms mm-hmm. um that draymond didn't get um didn't get um, more of uh Dispended. you know a, you know a, a, a whatever uh discipline yeah exactly right yeah. um and The other part was just that Jordan Poole was cool with him having to return. Mm -hmm. At least that's what they're saying. Uh, It seems like that's Mm -hmm. what Jordan Poole said when he had his press conference. And the rest of the team was comfortable with that decision. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I was kind of getting a little triggered because Mm -hmm. all of these people, Mm -hmm. you know, feel like they know what's best in terms of how the team should have dealt with Draymond. But in my opinion, the team Mm -hmm. knows what's best in terms of how they can move on from the situation. So if the team is cool with it, Mm -hmm. then we all should be cool with it. Because they want to, they're looking forward. They have goals in terms of what they want to do. So for Mm -hmm. the public to want to have sort of like a say in that, I don't know, man. I just don't kind of, I don't get it. Like. I don't know it's an opinion you know people mm-hmm. have opinions and they're entitled to that but it's just like mm-hmm. i don't know i just that that's what the team felt that's what jordan Poole felt like was was just and we should be cool with that yeah.
0: i mean for the most part um in team sports in any professional sport uh, most of these things don't come out number one uh, but secondly when it does like when an issue happens usually it is handled internally like um, you, like for example, Aaron Donald um, he, in the in the preseason, he was seen literally
1: throwing the, a, like, helmet. <laughs> yeah, a helmet, swinging a helmet.
0: I mean, people were clamoring for him to be suspended, but it ended up, you know, NFL was like, well, we, we're not going to police all these p- players. Like it should be a team um, decision, right? I'm sure they fined him, you know, an undisclosed mm-hmm. amount. Um, they did not suspend him, and I'm sure he was like, all right, I lost mm-hmm. it, you know, I can't do that. Um, that's pretty normal. So he did I it to an opponent. For people who now, <laughs> which is it's yeah, not, he did it to opponent. a different, but still, but still, it's aggressive. They but it is a, it was a team. Dis- it, it, yeah, it was a very aggressive. Uh, yeah, that's very aggressive. You could yeah. do a lot of damage. That's even more starting,
1: than a punch, you know? to be um, honest. But yeah, yeah.
0: No, yeah, for sure. I yeah, mean, you're using exactly. a weapon, <laughs> but either way, it's like it's up to the team yeah. to decide, and what they decide, it's up to them, you know. And you know, of course, like people are gonna have their opinions, but that's just how. Professional yeah. sports has worked for yeah. a long time. Um, you could argue should it change or not, but um, they these the culture mm. in a locker room is different for every every team. Um, yeah, every team. You know, like look at Jimmy Butler. Like went against went at Eric Spoelstra yeah. last year. Like demonstratively at the end, it was yeah. during the game. You know, he had to be held back. I mean that. There are certain players in the NBA. I think Jimmy Butler, Draymond Green, you can mm. say those players. I Russell mean, and Rondo, <laughs> That Russell Westbrook. Like, you know, they they have a certain personality mm. intensity because that's the way they, they play. They play yeah. on the edge. I mean, Patrick Beverly also, right? But he's less of a yeah. star player, right? Where he doesn't command as much uh, attention when it comes to these kind of things. When Jimmy Butler is seen screaming yeah. at the coach, yeah. it's Absolutely. different. You know? And we're talking about a legendary exactly. coach at this point too. Eric Spoelstra is not a ho-hum. Yeah. He's a champion. So yeah. these things happen. You know, these things happen all the time. It's just a lot of it, it doesn't get said. And a lot of it's handled internally. Like Udonis hasn't yeah. stepped in. You know, like you got vets on these teams. Like Andre Iguodala yeah. step in and they manage the situation. Does it mean it's perfect? Heck no. None of these locker rooms are perfect. If you think they are, these are all intense yeah. personalities, you know, with different goals and trying to get contracts. But if... The warriors can get together for a common goal, Mm. which they are, and they have the leadership too. Then you're right; like they made that decision together, and I don't know why people can't accept it. I (laughs) mean,
1: people want to be people want to you know make judgments on behalf of other people. That's just that's Mm -hmm. just the way it is. Over a 15 second Mm -hmm. clip without any audio, which is really Mm -hmm. triggers them. But I get it, though, man. It's just that's, that's that's. that's life in the you know in the public eye and you know like you're Mm -hmm. you're always going to be subject to public judgment and that's why you get paid the big bucks Mm -hmm. and you know draymond has chosen the path to be in in front of the cameras and it's just part of the deal that's that 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 he signed up for if he wants to you know continue Mm -hmm. with this so you know we embark on this title defense for the warriors with this drama (laughs) and never never a boring day in the bay man i'll tell you that um you know uh, i hope that the squad can overcome this i think draymond Mm -hmm. when pushed to the brink does perform his Mm -hmm. best and i hope that he you know if he has a chance to prove that he can bounce back from this if he needs to rehabilitate his his public uh persona or public image especially with his new media endeavors uh and if he wants to win another championship he needs to make sure that he plays the best basketball that he can so that people can shift the narrative away from you know crazy Draymond punching his teammates to
0: let me, let me ask you a question. Would you Not talent-wise, okay? Because the talent is very different. Um, would you equate Draymond Green's kind of personality to kind of Charles Barkley? Because a lot of people have made that comparison. Not just because they eventually will be in broadcasting. I mean, Charles Barkley is a really funny guy, right? And he's made a career mm. off broadcasting now. Um, but, you know, Charles Barkley is, was a mm. beast, man. <laughs> people who don't know Charles Barkley, if you just watch any yeah. of his highlight clips... You forget, like, the the funny guy he is now, kind of fat mm-hmm. and portly. Like, he was different type of player when he played. He beast. was a beast. Like, <laughs> yeah. balls to the wall, man. Um, but Draymond's also a beast in his way, but not mm-hmm. like Charles Barkley is. But in terms of, like, their temperament, you know, Charles Barkley had a crazy temperament also, you know. He he freaking fought Shaq, dude. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know,
1: man. It's, like, it's hard. It's, like, Draymond's, like, Barkley, mm-hmm. Dennis Rodman, uh, yeah, I was gonna say
0: Dennis Rodman a little, bit. but Dennis Rodman is yeah. definitely more. So out like, there, they're
1: know? all one of a kind. That's a thing. So it's just like you have, yeah, just of kind of just gotta find the parallels in terms of what works with each other. But they're
0: you know what? I think Dennis Rodman is is a, the accurate comparison in terms of like the role. Like Dennis Rodman did and like anything mm. the team needed. Like he was that guy. that yeah, exactly. The dirty work, you know, and he didn't complain. He just did it. But he did have to live on the edge yeah, to be that exactly.
1: Player. Uh, and Dennis Rodman was – he needed to have that mentality to be able to play his best, right? Like, if he if he mm-hmm. wasn't, like what you said, playing on the edge, he wouldn't be as effective a player that he is. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So I think more Dennis Rodman than Barkley. But...
0: And I, I think to compound on that, I think Dennis Rodman needed – Michael Jordan Scott absolutely as yeah. leaders to absolutely. keep him in line and a coach like Phil Jackson and I think Draymond is the same thing he needs a got- temperaments like Steph mm-hmm. Curry and Clay and a coach like Kerr to wrangle absolutely. him to balance because he it
1: otherwise without the right environment I think it would just be absolutely for him. absolutely so I do think that's part of the equation um, like if Draymond were in another team and he pulled this stunt I don't they wouldn't handle it the same way right I mean, no, you know, no. you know, if he were in Detroit, they probably would have, I mean, you yeah. know, they probably would have, you know, done so much more suspended him for 20 games and mm-hmm. done all of this stuff. But, yeah. you know, it's just it's 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 it, it's it's just a product of the current circumstances that he finds himself in. And, you know, and we'll see, man. We'll see.
0: So the question is, which I mean, this would, is uh, yeah. go,
1: go go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, I was gonna say this is—it's just insane that these are the
1: storylines going into the NBA yeah.
0: season for the Warriors. You, you
1: never would have. I know, thought. I know, I know. Uh, but it keeps it interesting, and it keeps me—you know—outside of that Draymond uh, Jordan pool dynamic. Uh, the only thing I was looking forward to outside of the defense was just how the the bench was gonna play. And we haven't even broken that down, like the yeah. rosters, like the the pure basketball component of of all of this. Yeah. We'll we'll have a, a opportunity to. Mm to to yeah to, we will to, to, yeah, it's to a open long that season my but um i was going to ask mm. you know um just going mm. back to the lakers if you know mm. everything doesn't work out for Draymond up north here would you want him Ooh. in la with everything that he comes with
0: i'm going to be perfectly honest and i i like draymond just just don't get me wrong okay i think he does something that very few mm. players can do in the nba um, he plays ins- insanely great defense. He's a very, like, we talk about cerebral player. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a defensive genius, if you really think about it, you know? Like, I've seen him defend AD, switch to, like, you know, it's, it's uh, without getting into the technical stuff, he he does amazing mm-hmm. things on the court. There, there, you cannot replace a guy like Draymond. I know he can be a headache, but it's very difficult to replace, it, almost impossible to replace mm-hmm. what Draymond does on the court. Um, people take for granted. I think people truly take for granted mm. because they look at his step triple line single. and they're like, you know, the whole <laughs> joke triple single. But dude, it—if you play basketball, you need players that excel mm. in certain things, and he does yeah. all the intangibles. And he is not just defensively; he also mm. is a great passer. You know, he works off Steph and Clay, amazing. Well, their chemistry. So, with all that being said, um, I don't at his age and his. He's used to that environment. Like, he's only really mm. known that environment in basketball. Like, I don't think the transition would do, go well, especially he's aging and he's mm. not a great shooter in the modern NBA. You know, he isn't a good shooter. Let's just yeah. put it that way. He isn't a good shooter. It's not even he's just, not his, his percentages are bad. Um, no, it's not his game. Yeah. And he's thrived off mm. having Steph and Clay, which is fine, right? That's just the situation he's in. Um, and he's adjusted well. Like, if you put him on another team, like, let's say the Lakers as currently constructive, he won't be good. He needs shooters. Matt Ryan, bro. <laughs> oh,
1: man, Matt Ryan, dude. Matt Ryan. You know what? <laughs> let's
0: go, Matt he was, Ryan. He was driving DoorDash, like, uh, last year. So. <laughs> I know. You know what? I'm rooting for that guy, dude. I'm rooting for that guy. He's no, but... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like I just, I just yeah. don't think it's a good fit. I, I Lebron James is a genius, but um, on the court, and but I don't think he would fit well. And, and we talked about this many times. Basketball is not just putting names together. And although Draymond can be a glue guy, um, you have to know the parts and mm, how they fit. Exactly,
1: exactly. And I think it harkens back to what we were talking about. It's just like will Lakers management understand? the basketball component of things. Because Draymond's a big name, mm-hmm. right? And if a big name wants to play oh, yeah. Yeah. in LA, they might they might think that it's worth a gamble for that. But I don't know, man. It's yeah. quite a gamble. We saw it with this Russell Westbrook it experiment. It might be another rehash of a Russell Westbrook experiment if that ever happens.
0: I, I'll i tell you this. I'd rather have Draymond Green than Russell Westbrook. That's At least true. Draymond Green that true. That is true. That is true. I mean, that is true. You know. The very least he puts his hat, he puts mm-hmm. his hard hat on, you know, and he's like, "I'm gonna defend the mm-hmm. shit out of these people," you know, because I know that's winners' mentality. Yeah, you gotta defend to win.
1: Just well, Russell Westbrook out. punches opponents. <laughs> Raymond Green punches teammates. <laughs> you just gotta figure. <laughs> you gotta figure <laughs> I mean, out what. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh.
0: Well, I mean, I'd rather have the my my uh the team I'm rooting for the players to punch that's the true. opponents. Players, I'll tell you that because yeah. you don't want the implosion, but I think I think you guys will be fine though. Um, in terms of mm-hmm. holding it together, um, there's too many vets in that locker room, and you know Kerr, he's seen a lot of shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. been a part of a lot of shit. So I think that man is well
1: equipped um, to coach. Fingers teams. crossed, man. That's what I'm hoping for. I do know that the rest of the NBA is waiting for that implosion. Oh. Oh, for sure. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. I, they want the Warriors to go down because exactly. it is your chance. So to we'll see. Hopefully, yeah. Draymond sees that and he's like, I'm not going to let that happen. And yeah. let's just let's go. Let's uh, run it back.
0: If anything, I'm surprised Draymond didn't come out with a podcast episode after where his reaction. You know? I know, right?
1: The, exactly right. Yeah. But I think <laughs> he knows. He knew. He knew. He knew. He even he knew, he that knew, knew that was too far. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He he knew he
0: knows there's a limit. I'll tell you this though. I'll tell you this. If Draymond Green does not record his podcast as much, you know, this was probably like a, the team talked to him and was like, "Hey man, like, you know, you got to be a team player. Like, this is not helping the team by creating more well, noise, you know."
1: Well, he created <laughs> um, his own mess. He needs to understand that. If he, he didn't did. throw that yeah. punch, you know, like mm. He posts that podcast up, half of the comments will be like, you know, you're a sucker puncher, blah blah blah. So he he, he created yeah. that, that whole mess for himself. He needs to he needs to pay the Piper, man, and, and deal with it. If anything, that might be the biggest cost out of all of this for him is his media career. It'd be money. Yeah, It'd be money. Exactly. Also money.
0: He could be, he could have cost himself money.
1: Like exactly. Exactly. Really you just like, don't know.
0: Uh, I mean, if anything, the Warriors have more exactly
1: negotiating power Exactly. Exactly. Now. So j man, the punch that rocked the world, the NBA world. Yeah. Well, I'll say this
0: before we, we end this episode and we're going to end it. Um, it can be a learning experience though. You know, I, I've done a lot of stupid things also, you know, being, being seen, you know red Mm. and and going to the dark place and from those places you can learn a lot if you truly want to learn from that experience and that just losing it you can and maybe for draymond this is time for to learn something so um i'm just saying it's a possibility you know so and he could he could come they could come come together really strongly from (laughs) learning from adversity and conflict because i mean that's that's what brings people together after the fact you know i've We've we've gotten heated with mm. other players on the basketball court, but afterwards, when you talk to them and you really understand them and you get to a better yeah. place, you become friends. It's 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 a weird 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 world that we live in. Everyone's
1: human, right. man, and you made a mistake. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, people need to remember that. So I hope I hope they get there, man. Mm-hmm. But. We haven't even tipped off the season, It's so much drama as we, no, we only know, covered man. two I'm teams. Excited, There's so though. much other drama across off. the across no. the league, but yeah. this is why it NBA is, is king, is. man. This is why NBA is king. You know. They just, you know. it's you, you you can't make this up. You know what I mean? Like this is like real real drama, no, and people love it.
0: Yep. So let's uh, let's end the podcast with that mm-hmm. because tomorrow's opening night, and the Lakers and Warriors are gonna duel it out. Um, and we'll update you yep. guys on the next episode after the fact, and we can maybe give more analysis we'll, on the team because we'll actually we'll have actually data and we'll actually have gameplay, basketball. so we can analyze it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of talking about all this histrionics, I want to see James Wiseman uh, play well,
1: but we'll see. Oh man,
0: you want to see him dunk yeah. on Anthony Davis? Is that what you want to see?
1: Yeah. Uh. Talk, battle of the the DL uh, DL centers, man. yeah
0: yeah yeah. battle of uh, the two mr glass uh
1: but yeah Uh, nice to be talking with you once again bro you know dust it off the mic and uh yeah man it's like riding a bike man i know well
0: you can always follow us on our socials we haven't been ripping cars but you do have some products so maybe we will at some point the stuff the 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 the, the, the blasters yep yeah and we'll get back to it so yeah thank you for tuning in See you guys on the next episode. Peace.